0: Welcome back to Root Education, the podcast for teachers curious about special needs ministry. I'm your host, Meredith, and each week we will discuss teaching, entrepreneurship, theology, and modern issues in education. If you're a teacher who wants to start a business or get into ministry, this space is for you. Today we continue learning from Danielle Stevens. In this episode, we will talk about simple and effective ways to bring God's words to children with disabilities in a fun, accessible way. With that, let's move to the interview to adapted curriculum can you explain what are the components in adapted curriculum like what are the tools that you need like how is it broken down because i mean most people who aren't special ed teachers will come with a background of like they know how their high school went Mm -hmm. what's the difference between how general to adaptive curriculum is transferred
1: basically if you take a general curriculum general curriculum is for those students that are neurotypical that you know have never been diagnosed of having um any form of disability is going to affect their ability to learn um in school or even outside of school but we're talking about in school the test material because you know everything is assessment based and teaching to the test and all that great stuff for the state they have their money which is a whole nother podcast meredith just saying um Mm -hmm. you take the material so we'll just say native americans and their um the use of natural resources. And I'm coming with that because Meredith, (laughs) that was the last Uh thing you did. The Pueblos, man. Right. (laughs) Those Pueblo Indians. Uh So we'll just say, you know, they were producers of I don't know if this is right, y'all, so don't quote me. They were producers <laughs> of, like, just We're like, curriculum, right? like
0: we're not a history teacher. Woo,
1: like bow and arrows, and then uh-huh. they, make, they had corn, and they lived in the huts and all these things. So instead of giving all these dates in 1824, the are pretty bold idiots, they did X, Y, the and Z. Something, and they something, Right, they all yeah. that material that you want neurotypical kids to grasp hold of and be able to attest, we would take key details from that. So we'll just say we'll have two two, um, we have Playboe Indians, and then what was another one? Uh, Lakota. OK, that's mm-hmm. the one we're going to go with. And if we have um, a bow and arrow for one, and we'll have a spear for another. which So you'll have two of one category and two of the other. So if I was creating something and I was wanting to test my kiddos, I'm like, the Playboe Indians, they use what when hunting? And i have a picture of a spear, and I have a picture of a bow and arrow. So I'm giving them two options. Basically, I took the material that was given as we were learning it and just broke it down to literally two options. and they have to tell me which did they use to hunt. I broke down all that material and created a whole another adapted assessment right here. is you're taking those details that are in that subject areas that is like what they want our kiddos to learn about, and then you're basically breaking it all the way down to the basic beginning most simplified thing possible for some people it's very difficult to do that i'm not sure why but some people cannot they think on this grandiose scale and they can't bring their brain to break
0: it down enough for that especially Um, the, the students that we work with i mean they already have may have like processing difficulties so you add a whole bunch of speech like their brain's trying to figure it out and by the time you've already waited maybe like what, five, 10 seconds, they're still trying to figure out what you just Karen, said. So, so I'm still be trying answer. to figure out, <laughs> right?
1: <laughs> I told you my brain cannot, I, I think for me it's, I guess it might be easier too because mm-hmm. of how I think I, sometimes I think backwards. I think of the end result and mm-hmm. I work, That's good. I work back. And so I think of everything that must be accomplished to meet that end part. So if I want my student to learn how to tie his shoe, that's the ultimate thing, and I have to break it all the way back. Let me see where we need to start. I need to make sure you understand what a shoelace is. That's where we're going to start at. And where the shoe goes, goes. exactly. Mm -hmm. What foot does the shoe go on? So you kind of kind of think it, for me it works that way, because then Mm -hmm. I'm able to think of all the steps. But when you're creating that curriculum, a lot of, if you take a bigger piece and just chunk it mm-hmm. and break it down to the most simplest form, that should be your start place right there and mm-hmm. what the adaptive curriculum should be about.
0: Stephen Covey talks about that. I think his phrase is what? Begin with the end in mind? Probably. Probably, my high school was based yeah. around Stephen Covey. Nope, I, I don't <laughs> know who he is. It's ingrained in here. I'll, I'll send it to you as yeah. a link. No. What are the different learning profiles and or categories for someone who's going to be teaching students with disabilities? Ooh, this teaching them? Ooh. Or, like, somebody had a special needs ministry. Say you've got mild to SD. Oh, yeah. So what are the different – because you've talked a little bit about moderate. you talked a little about SD. Can you tell us, like, what would a typical mild student be doing, yeah. moderate be doing, and SD might be doing in a classroom?
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so mild students, those are the students that you probably have the most difficult time actually knowing that they have an intellectual disability first and foremost they i mean very minimal um i think they very they can be very independent they just might have a more difficult time like doing things that deal with what we'll to say um, money management we'll just take that cuz money's always a big thing for me being able to they can probably open a checking account with help they need that minimal assistance from an adult in order to, do, to get things done. They can hold a job. They might need help with that time management piece. They might need help. Um, you know, they can, find a, they can live on their own. But it's just that they always need that little bit of assistance from an adult or somebody that's there that can kind of help guide them where they need to go, basically, a mild, a mild student. A mild student is very independent.
0: Would you say um, they need help with relationships?
1: Absolutely, the social piece in all three <laughs> is knowing mm-hmm. social, social boundaries. That social, just a just a social conversation because they don't necessarily know the appropriate things to talk about, where to talk about, who to talk about, to talk about with. Um, some things are not realistic. They can't decipher between. Uh, fiction and and, uh, Mm non-fiction that can be a challenge (laughs) and I don't know what that is but you kind of have to help them like look that's not real y'all that's not realistic that's a Mm -hmm. whole another fantasy world over there
0: or you have students who are like I'm gonna become the next Taylor Swift. Yes. And they're getting the guitar out. Yes. Yep. Helping them
1: manage expectations. They, they, yeah, I don't know. And I'm trying not to laugh, but it's so funny because I have images in my head of some students We've doing all things.
0: we have had the students
1: who've done it. And I'm looking like, you do know <laughs> that you, that's not gonna happen. And I mm-hmm. think I, I hate when people say, oh, you could be anything you wanna be. No, you can't. <laughs> Okay, I'm gonna say that real quick. Let me get close to the mic. No, you cannot be anything <laughs> you want to be. I don't care what people may tell you, but you can. Mm-mm. Okay? If you don't <laughs> have the skills, <laughs> and those skills are just basic common sense skills, sure. not gonna happen. <laughs> All right? So, the mild ones, the relationship piece, yes. That socialization, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Because some conversations are just ooh, what to wear and what not to wear, what those to wear, things wear. like
0: that. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Those are, I got some, girl, some stories. I know, right?
0: I know we're all just, as we're talking about it, we're all thinking of X, Y, and Z students. Oh, my
1: goodness. I tell you. Um, uh, moderate, like I mentioned, those are the ones that um, they, they do need a good bit of assistance. Um, an adult or their parent or whomever is in their, uh, wherever they are. Mm-hmm. They, um, it's kind of difficult for them, for the ones that I've worked with, to distinguish between this is real life, like this is, we're, you know, even though we are in the world of AI, which is going to a whole nother place I can only imagine that's going to be, but we still have things as people, have, people have to do certain things, and um, nobody's going to come brush your teeth in the morning, mm-hmm. so the kiddos that have, um, kiddos and adults that have moderate um, intellectual disabilities, they need that extra support. They need that, those extra reminders. They may also need you to actually physically assist them in doing things because they really do not know at all. Oh, yeah. And that's for life, not just until they get a certain age. We're talking about for life, and mm-hmm. that's one of the obstacles that come up when you're working with high school kids. Parents don't think about what happens when these kids graduate from high school.
0: Because after 22, it's,
1: right. you know. And what do you they're do your, after that? they're still your kiddo, exactly. So you got to think, um, and of course, my kiddos that are severe, they rely on someone for everyday things like, like major, major, skills, yes, yeah. making breakfast. Some of them need you to feed them breakfast.
0: Or they are on a G tube? Oh, yep. Yeah. Some of them ven- have nurses. Not a ventilator, the trach. Yeah. The trach. Yep.
1: Um, private nurses. Some of them have some. I mean, usually when individuals have um some type of severe intellectual disability they do have another diagnosis medical diagnosis oh, yeah. that comes with it it could be anything it can be from having um a cleft palate mm-hmm. um it can be having Umbilical brain injuries it could be yeah. yep um i've had students that i've um, basically drowned and and were perfectly neurotypical kiddo drowned were um without oxygen for a certain amount of time was brought back and then you know their whole life changed and then they started relying on a nurse for everyday things and so it's just I know Mm -hmm. right you see everything you see you have success stories in our world and then you have stories that break your heart (laughs) it's so many different things Mary you see so many differences
0: this whole field is very emotional it's it there's is. like such a big relationship piece to it and then it's you know you have heartbreak you have major success like it's very much I feel like very big highs and low lows mm-hmm. that we have both mm-hmm. had for sure mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yep
1: you do you you have um and i think as a teacher so too loud. you have
0: to be able to like separate yourself from it you, do. you put in all that effort and you build that relationship and like Going back to what you were talking about, about building the relationship with the student to be mm-hmm. able to understand what they're saying based mm-hmm. on their behavior, like you get to know them so intimately. You, you have to be able to let them go yep. too at the same time. Yep. Which is yep. hard. And
1: a lot of people get tied up in that.
0: You know, there's so many reasons mm-hmm. why teachers leave the field, but that's definitely one of them. Yeah. People with big hearts get yep. their heart broken. Yep. For sure. Using adapted curriculum materials, what type of materials can you use? Could you speak a little about picture symbols? Mm-hmm. And oh my gosh, you can use
1: everything. I think meeting when I first met you, even though it was through the screen, mm-hmm. I was not... Uh, <laughs> Wait, met, can you explain We that? met during COVID. <laughs> uh-huh. So I was home um, because I have a lot of medical needs, and so I was not allowed to come back in the school building. Um, Meredith was actually teaching...
0: First She's, year teaching right. in COVID and was with upstairs. They brought me down. Right. <laughs>
1: Downstairs with um, and Meredith was basically me in my classroom and ran that class like I was like, Dang, is that me down there? And watching you use physical pictures of objects. So like you took a picture, would will just say of the T V that was in the classroom and used that as one of your physical pictures instead of using a um like a clip art symbol of TV because you're giving, you're oh, allowing like real this. life photos. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like real life photos. I prefer those because yeah. it's real life. That's what the kid yeah. sees. And you know, if I have, like I'm in the room we're in right now, I'm looking at this silver chrome vase looking thing. And if I wanted my child not to break that vase, I'd rather use the vase that the child's going to see on a regular a picture of that versus a clip art picture for they can relate it's more relatable to them. Girl, mm-hmm. you can take pictures, like real life pictures. Um, there's programs, symbol sticks, board maker. You can go to the websites that you won't have the watermark on them that you're able to use that aren't copyrighted. You can actually create whole books, whole stories with symbols. Using, um, like I said, I prefer real pictures, and most of the time we only use i don't never use more than three pictures in a row it depends on what i'm you know if i'm um if i'm doing like a cut and paste activity and i might have a picture of a chair and i might have a number three and we'll just say i have three pictures maybe three chairs in one picture and i want the child to match up the number three to three chairs in one picture i can either i can hold them in my hand i can have them cut and paste it it's like it's so many different things. You could tell a story and have the symbol with the three chairs and with the number three. And it sounds confusing because you probably don't have a picture of it. We used to carry them around with little little metal rings. We'll have different like, picture cards, like different symbols, of, like like I mentioned about the stop sign. We would have different, like um, it could be different gestures like, that are a picture format for students that we're trying to teach. How to stop jumping on stop jumping on furniture? To learn how to walk in line, to not run in the hallway. Mm-hmm. Um, we would carry those on like a keychain or like a metal ring that we would mm-hmm. be able to use to flip through, to show the kids. Sometimes the kids even had their own that we would have on um,
0: like a lanyard. A lanyard,
1: yep. yep that mm-hmm. we would use with the kiddos. We would have them all throughout classroom. Our okay. schedules. Um, that's in the class. You would see pictures everywhere. Communication mm-hmm. boards. It is so many programs out there. So teachers that are adapted curriculum teachers or educators or administrators. It's just getting someone to either you taking the time out to learn on your own. And I had a good mentor too. Or you taking the time out like, all right, Mm -hmm. really getting to learn it. And when you learn it, I'm telling you like, yeah, I got this.
0: Mm -hmm. I can do this now. Right. So but. if you were gonna create like a mini lesson, maybe mm-hmm. like 10 minutes on like Adam and Eve, mm-hmm. what's one way you would structure your lesson oh. that That'd someone be so could copy? That's cute, mm-hmm. right? The little apple. Yep. <laughs> not that the apple is cute, but I know. know. But that whole story is like a perfect <laughs> uh-huh.
1: story. Um, well, first you gotta do the introduction of Adam and Eve. So <laughs> <laughs> why not have like two? I mean, two pictures. Mm-hmm. You know, one Eve, one Adam. And then when mm-hmm. you get to the story, like, this is Eve. And then, which one is Eve? <laughs> which one? You have your two choices here. Put,
0: mm-hmm.
1: put which choice down. Paste exactly. Eve down. Put yep. Eve down. Then mm-hmm. go. So you, you go, once again, you think of that whole story that's mm-hmm. in the Bible. And then for me, I'm working backwards, okay? That means I need to have the serpent. I got to have the tree, Pick out the basic pieces, the apple, the tree, the serpent, mm-hmm. them with the leaves, all of a sudden they got cover up. <laughs> so those basic, they're huge details. Those are the ones that you will want to use in the story. Mm-hmm. So you get through, okay, Eve met Adam. Where did they meet? Did they meet in the garden or at the zoo? Well, we won't use zoo. That might be confusing. The garden or the gas parking lot? Okay. Or the
0: seven eleven. Or the seven <laughs> eleven had two
1: pictures. Which one?
0: <laughs> and it's a real life picture. It's a Google Maps. It image. is, you know? <laughs> Have them view. pick which one. Uh-huh.
1: Boom. All right, awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, you gotta make sure you put that praise in. Okay, let's go through our story. So all right, mm-hmm. so Eve, God told, Eve, hey, you could eat out you can eat from all the blank except for blank. Well, she can eat from all the the trees or all mm-hmm. the Mud pies, and have two pitchers.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Which one? Boom. Mm-hmm. And continue on with the apple. Same thing. Find something another fruit. So you're you're one. You're teaching the story. Mm-hmm. While you're teaching it, they're they're engaging in it, and so they're able. To, oh,
0: okay, yeah.
1: And then girl, they're they're participating. They got their they get to choose. They get to choose that answer, honey. (laughs) That's like the best part. (laughs) Like, oh yeah, I got this. And for the Uh when you mentioned airless, for the kiddos that are super young, even when they're like my daughter, she teaches infants, Even with the babies, they can even you can even help them hand over hand. You're gonna hold their hand. And you can even help them just put the cart, put it down as you're reading the story. Mm-hmm. And then for the new beginners, as you go through and do, as they're participating, put the pictures, then they're able to read the story to you by looking mm-hmm. at the pictures. They might not be able to read the words, mm-hmm. but they know from just those symbols oh, this is Eve. Eve had an apple. You can constantly keep using that mm-hmm. same story over and over again. It's pretty cool because they're able, they're interacting, which I love. That's mm-hmm. how I learn best by doing things. Mm-hmm. And then they're able to. It starts getting ingrained because when you're the movement piece, everything mm-hmm. is all learning. Oh, okay, I'm picking this up, I'm putting this down. So you're doing fine motor skills. Vision, it's all coming. So when they're able to read the story, they're able to learn the story more. And then they'll be more apt to want to participate and do it. Activities like that.
0: Because church, eh,
1: me growing up, I wish I had something like that. Because church was boring as I don't know what. <laughs> Especially I did not. as
0: a little kid, you're I like, cannot. you're squirming, you don't want to sit. Right. you. And then
1: I see how. Allowing the kids, just like a kiddo, like, oh, let's give them a job to do so they can feel, you know, like they're a part of something, like they're participating mm-hmm. and to keep them engaged. And you start doing little things and like, oh, okay, they start learning.
0: Yep. And then become more independent. Exactly. Okay, so say you read the Adam and Eve book or kind mm-hmm. of story or you make it up on the fly mm-hmm. and they're, they're choosing their picture cards that takes what maybe like 15 minutes. Yeah. How would you fill the other 15 minutes of time? Cuz I know usually at least for like new teachers they they plan an activity and they're like, "Wow, that went much faster than I thought." Mm-hmm. We're over in like 5 minutes and we got 30 more to kill. Right. <laughs> what other activities would you use to complement that kind of Man,
1: book? You're always throwing some type of craft boy. <laughs> yep. I am a crafter or I'm a recipe. It could be the most simple recipe. We can make mm-hmm. some apples and caramel. <laughs> shoot I'll be coming up with stuff because mm-hmm. I, you think you follow up with something else that goes mm-hmm. along with what you're already teaching so a craft how can you go wrong with the craft you're still talking about the story and then you can have like okay well let's make a whole collage what are some things that you think Adam and Eve should be able to eat what are some things what are other things you might have saw in the garden like you can just continue adding on to it crafts mm-hmm. simple recipes sometimes like since I don't know where virtual field trips even came from but
0: aren't they the best? I'm telling These you.
1: Virtual tours, take a virtual tour to the garden. If they have I'm out there. Just pick one, you know, one little concept that you want to go with it and just continue just to add to it. It's a lot of like you said, you get to that point and it's like, dad, what else am I supposed to do? Fillers are it. Books, I'm a very animated person. So mm-hmm. I like reading and then I incorporate music into it and then I'm just hopping around the classroom looking crazy. Mm-hmm. But the kids are having a ball and laughing at me because I'm being goofy. That's just me. And Meredith knows she's the same way we just pull stuff out of the air <laughs> and it turns nope. out perfect.
0: It does. It always goes exactly like we planned it. It's just how I we know. didn't plan it at all. It's about reading the room. So you do as any performer now you have has, to, especially yep. you
1: have to be able to read that room because one minute you're like, Yes, I got this great <laughs> plan right here And when you come in um five minutes later everybody's acting a fool and th- throwing stuff everywhere. No, you're not gonna do that. So you can come up with stuff off off the fly. Having a plan is good though. Yeah. I know what
0: you mean. Yeah
1: i would say set up some time aside that's number one but figure out what exactly you want to cover don't make it so something so huge you gave me this like like you just said the simple story of adam and eve that is so such a huge story but it's simple
0: and you can expand on exactly start with
1: something small Mm -hmm. something small something that um attention that the kids would pay attention to and wanna do. But something you think that you can kinda of be creative about it. You don't have to think of something that might be intriguing to of the your pop the the audience that you are trying to captivate. So if you're working with three year olds, okay, what is something that three year olds like the line of three year olds like anything that's really colorful. They love things that make sound. They love anything that's edible <laughs> and it's sweet. Put it all together. Come up with something. But take your time. Research. If you don't know, ask somebody. Um, and don't, like, don't beat yourself up if it's not, it's not going to be perfect the first time. Mm-hmm. I promise. But just get a plan, a simple plan, and just go mm-hmm. with it. Trial and error. That's what yes. it is. Trial and error. The three-year-olds are not going to judge you.
0: No, they're not. They're and the students are so forgiving. Right. You know. they're,
1: they're, trust me, it's been many days that <laughs> I would go home, and beat myself up, like, oh, my God. Then them kids had a ball they did not even notice that I forgot the blue marker yeah (laughs) like I'd be so mad at myself like I forgot the blue marker we can't do it (laughs) no it Mm -hmm. just have fun have fun and then when you learn it keep it simple
0: Mm
1: -hmm. minimal words yes like
0: Think simple, repetition. Yes,
1: simple. How
0: often would you do like an Adam and Eve unit? Like, would you do the same story and then different activities for like a couple of weeks? Or like, how would you do it? You know what I mean? Um, if you're going to do like, say one unit or like one mm-hmm. topic. I would, I would do the same story, but I might change
1: up the complexity of it. Mm-hmm. So we'll just say if I start off with two, two pictures, I might just jump up to three. Or I might put it in a different format. Or a different array when I do it. Or use the same information, but maybe a different media how to project it. So Mm -hmm. maybe one time I use the book this time. Maybe next time I might just use a, I might create a PowerPoint. You know, I love things that you go up and you're able to move it and come touch my computer Mm -hmm. screen and all that. Make it a different use, form of media to to deliver it. Same Mm -hmm. content so you're not changing anything. You're teaching the same material. So I would say you could do three weeks. Three weeks? Three weeks, yeah. I can say three too. weeks. Yeah, I can see that. So cool. yeah, just have fun with it. Make, keep it simple.
0: And speaking of fun, what are some like engaging fun tips that you would have for teachers who, like you know, some teachers are, are a little stiff or they're a little mm-hmm. nervous. Like, what are some good tools that they can or activities they can use um, that help bring in that fun component?
1: Get a microphone. I was gonna say. This. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was gonna say the exact same thing if you didn't can you tell us specifically what microphone in the ISBN or not ISBN but the code on Amazon <laughs> because I know there's a specific one and purchase multiple right because they always break right <laughs> and don't be me
1: breaking it my students breaking it mm-hmm. oh the magic microphone it's the microphone that you're able to change your voice on <laughs> and I, I love pink and purple so mine was like metallic pink mm-hmm. and I would have my, I'd be like, all right, I'm bringing out the magic microphone, and my kids that were nonverbal, and I still had the video to this day of my student, and I was walking around with the morning meeting, and I had the microphone, and I was like, all right, so and so, what do you have to say about it? And I gave him the <coughs> mic, and he sat up in his wheelchair, and his mouth was wide open. Like, I was like, fabulous job, fabulous. <laughs> so you have to like, you have your microphone, and you go, you just have to just let go, mm-hmm. just. Who cares? Nobody is exactly. judging you. Well, and the students
0: like, who might not be verbal, they still they do an audio out Oh my God. And they love to hear themselves. It laugh. is
1: hilarious. Uh-huh. It is like the best time I've laughed. Like, I can come in that room and be upset and just walking around with my magic microphone,
0: I like singing my song. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right on Amazon, you only know, like fourteen ninety nine, mm-hmm. But, um, just fun stuff. I'm all about music. So I would have like, I think I had like tambourines in the class. And I had, I kept tissue paper in it because we would just make streamers and stuff. Dance party. Dance parties are phenomenal. You can learn so much through dance. You don't even know. Like I'm, it, we're just say? Like teaching Adam and Eve. All right, y'all. <laughs> You got that blue streamer, all right? You Eve, you Adam, let's get all right. Let's dance to the garden. We're dancing <laughs> over. You might rearrange your whole entire room and have just a old picture of a garden. That's where we're going to take a field trip in the classroom or in the church. <laughs> going to the garden. All right, let's talk about what happened in the garden, y'all. Here's talking to the mic. What happened in the garden? Mm-hmm.
0: That's an right. Interview? Oh right. My gosh. Breaking news live <laughs> right from CNN. We have Adam and Eve here at exactly. the garden. of Exactly.
1: <laughs> you just gotta. You just go with it. It comes to mind. Just go. Just go with it. Um, gosh, That's
0: so Mark, you gotta
1: have Mark. You gotta have it, writing utensils. Mark, like bingo
0: daubers. Oh my
1: gosh, mm-hmm. those come in handy. A timer, timers oh, are yeah. good. Mm-hmm. Lighter. I like to light up timers. Um, and a good team. Yes. Everybody has to be on board. Now, if you have mm-hmm. a team member that is just they act like they can't have fun, they don't need to be with you. They gotta go. Mm-hmm. You gotta have a team that is willing to be as goofy, if not worse, than you are. And I'm not sure how much you'll get done when that happens. But <laughs> <It's> <laughs> it'd be <about> exciting.
0: <laughs> That's where you come to church is community yeah. and connection, right?
1: <laughs> but yeah, just have fun with it, definitely. That's awesome.
0: Yeah. Um, do you have any advice for someone listening who wants to start a special ed minute or not special ed, special needs ministry, but doesn't have experience? Just start it. Like, mm-hmm. take the, whatever idea you have,
1: <laughs> make it happen. Start with the, just the simplest thing. Mm-hmm. It could be just one child. I know, like, in my church where before we moved here um, at Elevation, we didn't have a SPED ministry. And myself and another um, volunteer, because we were both in, in directors, assistant directors, we came together and we had a student that came in who had downs and um, we saw that they were, you know, the team was struggling. They didn't know what to do. We came in just with simple suggestions mm-hmm. and next thing you know, hey, first they had him. We were like, no, no, he's not be by himself. No, no. He needs to be included with everybody. We just got him with one person that felt comfortable enough. We gave them a little bit of training. Hey, we knew like typical kids with downs like some different things that you might see with Mm -hmm. them um and we touched upon those things and talked to the parent and had meetings with the parent Mm -hmm. to talk about what their needs are some things that they see at home some things that they think we might need to have at at church and that's how we started it
0: nice
1: and then when i left i mean we had about 13 14 kids Mm -hmm. just at our location that their parents felt more comfortable having their kids. Making the extra drive. Yep. I
0: think parents need it so much, oh but they d- God, don't necessarily yes. ask for it. Yes. But then once it's there, it's like, All right, get in the truck, we're going. Mm-hmm.
1: Because they know a mm-hmm. lot of people aren't trained. One, they're yeah, not trained. They don't too. feel comfortable.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, some parents just just shy away from is, I'm not going to say the word, I'm, no, I am uh, embarrassed. Man. I've heard a parent say embarrassed. Like, I'm embarrassed that my kid is going to come and act a fool when he's back here and mm-hmm. they need someone that's able that's willing to actually truly listen and put mm-hmm. in action and they feel comfortable and empathize with them their exactly yep. and they feel much more comfortable I mean we ran you know there's so many different emotions and feelings that these parents go through I can't even imagine um, each and every day and that's something that I know for me when they when I have a little bit of time <clears throat> and I know how it can be rough for me I can only imagine what it's like for their parents when those kids go home because that's even extra. And I've been with some parents after in the evening time because I used to work, you know, mm-hmm. with the kids in the evening and give them their showers and cook their dinner mm-hmm. and make sure they have their meds. It's, it's a so lot. so tiring for a parent. It, yeah. And,
0: like, I mean, you got your regular work and then you go home and you have to do more tasks and like, Obviously, you love your kids, so, but, but it's a very lot tiring. Travel, yeah. You
1: think about traveling.
0: Oh, that's a whole different. We got going to the grocery store. We got to have another episode. Oh my of gosh! Because it's about to pick up, like yeah. vacations and stuff. are yeah. about to Yeah, yeah. I mean, grocery shopping.
1: Have a lot of kids have mm-hmm. never been to a store.
0: Mhm.
1: Yeah, just have fun. Um, listen mm-hmm. to the parents. Go find out what the need. What is the need? Mhm. But it's a great idea. So don't let it just just sit there with you. Mm-hmm. Like put it to action because it's it's definitely a need for it. Great, absolutely a need for mm. it.
0: And I didn't include this beforehand or in our notes, and this is our last question. But just off the cuff, what do you think is the most important skill for someone to learn who wants to work in this field?
1: Oh, compassion. Mm-hmm. You in this field, it ain't about you, it has nothing to do with you at all. Like, you have to totally put yourself aside, especially when you work with the kiddos. Because I, I, <laughs> I found with you, Mayor, you have a patience that I don't have anymore. Mm-hmm. I had it when I was younger. As I got older, I'm like, I, no, <laughs> I just can't. I'm not doing it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And, But I, I can see your compassion and where it comes from. Because mm-hmm. I can see you, the frustration sometimes that you have. Mm-hmm. But that other piece, because you get frustrated in this field, let me tell mm-hmm. you real easy. The other side of you, and I will sit there and watch you. I can still see the compassion coming through because even though you're frustrated, you're still working with that that student. Like, all right, I hear, I hear that you're you know you're getting a little tired, and I can see you're a little fidgety. But can we just go? I know you can finish this one little part for me. So you're recognizing everything, and you're letting them know I I feel you, I got you, but I know you can do it. So you're still encouraging, and that compassion is still there because you really want to. But you hold it together, and I'm just like, dang, yep. Yeah. She's made for this. Right. So you do. When you watch certain people, you're like, yeah, no, mm-hmm. this is not your cup of tea. Mm-hmm. I think you need to figure out something else. But compassion
0: mm-hmm. and
1: empathy. I always just think about the parents like, Dad, mm-hmm. I, I really.
0: Because you're really doing okay. it for the family. Yep. The, yep. You know, the every day. I'm not going to send mm-hmm. no
1: child home looking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to send them.
0: <laughs> Forgetting, remember when we sent so and so home Look, without his shoes whole, on? That's a whole. Girl. <laughs> He no. had okay, so he had socks that were <laughs> that were like not shaped. They were printed like Converse, and so we're like, oh man, he got his shoe. because <laughs> he. We would take his shoes off because he would lay. You know, he, he's in a wheelchair, so we would move him to different areas during the day so that he's able to move, stretch, and get some space. And so uh, we had taken his shoes off. They're like little zipper shoes, but underneath the shoes were socks printed like converse and so at the end of the day we're like all right baby's got his shoes on <laughs> and then we come back into the classroom to clean up they were like oh there's a, there's two little zipper shoes right here that we totally forgot thank goodness she had a great relationship with the parent <laughs> going She's back like, to the relationship mm-hmm. piece
1: <laughs> she said miss Stevens." You're, 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 you're not the first one. She says, <laughs> I should have learned from the first time not to put these socks on him. I said, I am so <laughs> sorry. She says, it's okay. Mm-hmm. He probably didn't want you to put the shoes back on him anyway. But like you said, it came down to the Girl. relationship because some parents, but this mom, she was like, it's okay, Ms. Stevens. So I'm like, <laughs> are
0: you sure? <laughs> I'm so sorry. We, left, we sent baby home with no shoes. I can't. I can't, and you know he's looking at us like, uh, "Excuse right. me, hello, ma'am. What you got? What you, you doing? What you got? My feet.
1: did you do? You you meet some? Oh my gosh! Like I said, mm-hmm. I have pictures of some kiddos that my life is like so different just because I came in contact with those kiddos and mm-hmm. nonverbal mm-hmm. in a wheelchair. Mm-hmm. But it is. It's just the best feeling after in a in a. A position that is so underappreciated that mm-hmm. I was on an island for I don't know how many years by myself. I'm so 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 proud of you. I'm gonna be saying that forever because this. i proud of you. This right here, using I seen this a long time ago. Like it is such a need, and it is a need now. But nobody thinks of having or or teaching people about adaptive curriculum. In a ministry world That's like I think everyone Is unheard of Like It's something like Yes (laughs) Because a couple years ago That's what we were I mean our church That's Mm -hmm. That was a struggle Mm -hmm. And that's something I talked about With one of my successes At my interview And that She asked me What is something That you're proud of And that's one of the ones That I was talking about Just Mm -hmm. helping create a program Mm -hmm. Because there is It's a need out there And like you said A lot of people It could be definitely fear They just
0: don't know the, where I to know. start. Yeah, yeah like yeah. where
1: mm-hmm. is it going to be accepted? Think about it though, like, mm-hmm. see, so I know from the church we came from, we actually had, um, we had our scripts and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and looking at the curriculum that we use, Unique curriculum, shout out to the Unique crew. Love you. Um, mm-hmm. How they have everything broken down based on a level. Mm-hmm. That's how the script for the ministry lessons can be broken down. Mm-hmm. it's like you have those materials cool but what about this group it's the exact over same here?
0: thing yeah mm-hmm.
1: so i definitely think i'm i have to see who in elevation because i think that would be your stuff would be phenomenal
0: yeah send them over because
1: that can be sent out man mm-hmm. that right there mm-hmm. i love
0: it thank you well thank girl thanks it's for right, having you're so me you're so well spoken like you crushed it well, thanks you crushed it. Thanks for listening to the Root Education Podcast. Before we go, let us know what you want to learn more about by engaging on Instagram at Root Education Podcast. Follow there for bonus content and a product reveal later this week. Have a good one, y'all.